back, guys, to episode 34 of the Kind of Nice podcast. Uh, today we got a special episode, special guest from the United Kingdom. Uh, his name is Rushy. You might, if you're into jump roping, you might know him as the jump rope coach. Uh, he's actually, I've been following him since I think 2018, 2019. He's, um, if you guys ever see me jump roping with all like the cool tricks I do, I learned everything from this guy. He is probably like <laughs> the greatest jump rope coach on YouTube. Uh, say what's up, Rush. You're too kind, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. What's happening, people? Uh, appreciate you having me on today, man. For sure, man. It's a pleasure. Um, so I wanted to have Rush on because uh, I think we haven't had like, first of all, we, we haven't really had any, anybody out of the U.S. that's um, that's kind of a, an, an influencer and doing his thing and in a kind of in the athletic realm, like the kind of guests we, we like to get. Um, but Rush is, um, to kind of speak on, on what he's done, He he's created a brand that is strict like it's pretty much he started with jump roping but he's created a movement way bigger than that now that's like a community of people that you know do fitness and um are passionate about this one thing that connects them with it, which is like skipping rope or jump roping um if you're in the uk the because you guys say skipping rope right or how do you we say skip yeah we basically skipping. it's kind of mad because now a lot of people in london and england like they use jump rope because of me but yeah we usually just say yeah skipping and i think it's like Jump rope sounds much more cooler than it. Skipping just kind of, kind of sounds. Skipping sounds weird. a little a little lame. I won't lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get, I get it a lot, man. But you've made it. You made it cool. You've made it cool. Um, so to give Thank you, kind man. of my story that. on how I found you is, uh, and then I want to ask you kind of how what you started, but so people know where, where I'm connected to you. Um, so when I was kind of training hard for Ninja Warrior uh, in 2019, 2018, I was doing a lot of cardio and. Uh, back in the day, I remember my dad, my dad's really fast. He's, he's a pretty fast sprinter. And he, he told me that he kind of got fast through jumping rope. So I kind of looked mm-hmm. up like jumping rope. I bought his jump rope and it was kind of like a $10 jump rope from Academy. Um, that's kind of like our fitness yeah. store here. And it just, I kind of was just doing basic like jumping. And I was like, man, it's, it got boring so fast. Um, cause I like doing yeah. things a little, a little extra doing, do, I like doing things that pe- other people don't usually do. Right. Um, so that's when I Googled like just jump rope tricks or jump rope anything. And I found uh Rush's YouTube channel. It's called uh Rush Athletics, right? That's the one, yeah. Rush Athletics TV. Rush Athletics TV. And he has a he has a bunch of crazy tutorials on on how to do just basic tricks, but that'll really spice up your uh your jump rope game. So learning these tricks, I, I started getting really good at jump roping. And now uh around like the the ninja community too, like people know that I'm really good at jump roping and they're like, yeah, that guy like is, is cold with it. And it took, it took a, like, it took a solid couple months to get, get really good with it. But now that I like can jump rope and, and do these really cool tricks, it is actually, it's one of my favorite ways to warm up. Like absolutely. Cause it kind of gets me like a confidence boost. I haven't told this story like a lot, but before I run on Ninja Warrior, um, I, I run a little bit of course, but I like to jump rope because it, because of how like cool it feels and it, you feel just like you're floating and you're kind of like in um, in the vibe of things, you kind of have that, Definitely. um, what's it called? Like it's a confidence booster for me. I feel really cool and it, it feels good. And it gets my mind connected with my body in terms of timing. So jump roping is like, before I've done any run on Ninja Warrior, I have jump roped because it's, it's just, it's how I get like a confidence boost before the run, which is always good. Um, but tell me your story about how did you, how did you even get into jump roping first and foremost? Jeez. Like what, why jump roping? Right. I, I mean, I've got to say, man, I've seen your skills, by the way, your skills are pretty sick. Um, it's it's been it's been a pleasure like kind of chatting to you like over the last few years and sending you kind of few ropes here and there. But it was it was good to actually see some of your skipping because I think you keep it a little bit low key sometimes, don't you? I don't <laughs> know if I, I don't know if I'm uh, mistaken, but I I got to see some of your skills. You got some good skills, man. And yeah, yeah, it's good I to mean, see I'm man, like, from I'm, you. I'm, 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 yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, and, and it's such a nice thing. We'll probably come onto it later, but it's nice to see when people are like flowing like that and moving like that because that was literally my dream and my vision like from back in the day, which was. Just to, like you said, man, add spice, add spice to this, uh, this simple, really accessible, small, inexpensive thing. And I mean, my story, like it's, well, I'm, this is my seventh year, man, into skipping really, or jumping rope. And I started in 2015 and I, it's been something that I'd done, I'd done here and there as a kid, maybe, uh, I think everyone's tried it, right? Everyone's tried to do a bit of skipping here and there. And, uh, I wasn't really big into boxing or anything like that. So it was never really something that was in my face growing up I I was like well into football or soccer as you guys call it so as part of like football training we'd, we'd have to do a lot of running and it was something that I used to hate doing I used to hate doing the runs I used to hate going on the treadmill um, and I used to play quite a lot so keeping kind of in, in shape keeping my cardio levels good um, you know like 
all that kind of side of fitness, I used to just find cardio so boring. I used to find all the kind of conventional sides of cardio boring. So in 2015, um, I just happened to be, I remember in my bedroom and I was just, for some reason, there was like a Mayweather fight happening around the time. Like it could have been my, maybe the Maidana fight or one of those fights around 2015. And he, he was, you know, he has this kind of like training camp videos now and then pop up when there's a big fight coming up. And he was there skipping yellow rope and it just completely blew my mind, man. Every time I tell this story, like I always get kind of like the hair standing on the back of my neck, man. It, it's yeah. pretty epic. Like if, if you've seen it, you've seen it, you know it. It's just, um, it was like a promo video uh, that he was doing and it was, yeah, it was majestic, man. And I saw it and I thought to myself, man, I need to try this, man. I, I need to pick up a rope again and I need to figure this out, man, to figure out how this guy's moving with the rope, what he's doing with it. And I just got, I just became obsessed, bro. Like it was one of these things, like I just tried to do every single day at some point try and learn a crossover or like a little double under trick here. Like there's, there's loads of moves here. You're, you're listening probably don't even understand, but like double under crossovers, all these kind of moves that he was pulling out really simple and what looked simple for him. Anyway, I was there in the gym, man, every day. Like I was like slapping myself, killing myself. Like, um, <laughs> like yeah, when you first start, you like, slap the shit out of yourself. Uh, yeah, I was like, this shit is seriously hot. By the way, can we swear? Can we swear on this? I didn't ask you. <laughs> uh, a little bit. I try to keep it like minimal. But I don't care right. too much. So if it slips here, then like whatever. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I'll keep it clean. But yeah, no, I, I realized, man, how, how difficult it was. So um, it just got my mind focused, man. At the time, I was working as an accountant. I was in I was in the office life job, and it was just something that kept my mind fresh, kept my, kept my focus levels good. Coming back to work, I used to obviously, you know, I never enjoyed what really I was doing, but it was something like it felt like that was the path I was meant to be on. Because coming from a traditional Indian background, like we all just go to university, go to work try and get as much money as you can, you know, whatever it is, buy a house and blah, blah, blah. So I would, I, at the time I was just trying to, trying to get my kind of positive energy through football. So yeah, man, I, just, I picked up a rope. I got really addicted and cut a long story short at that point. Um, I'd start to get better and better and people at the gym just started to come and talk to me, ask me where I was learning this stuff. And I was telling them, listen, man, I'm just, I'm just trying to learn it on, on the kind of whim here. Like I saw a mate with a so video. So you're blah, all self-taught? Like all the, all the tutorials you teach, everything is Self, self-taught? self self-taught bro because at the time at the time there was nothing really on youtube when it comes to in-depth kind of um tutorials there's nothing really there was no real channels out there that were really teaching it uh teaching anything really completely like how i would like to learn it and and that actually brings me onto the point of how i even started youtube because so many people coming up and talking to me about it and saying like oh dude like you're looking really slick like looking really cool and you know when i look back at those videos i just realized i wasn't actually that good like as in compared to kind of levels i'm at now like you know, maybe to a naked eye, but like, I, th- I started thinking to myself, like not many people understand skipping, like all the benefits that I was feeling, all the, all the good things that happened to my body, my mind, my mental health, like my fitness, agility, mm-hmm. acceleration, all this kind of good stuff that was now like kind of transcending onto like the football pitch and uh, in my work life and in my personal life and everything. Like, I just thought there needs to be more on this topic and there needs to be more content around this. And I, I that's when I created the first video, which was titled How to Jump Rope Like Mayweather naturally and um, it kind of went semi-viral i'd say semi-viral like it, it kind of it was quite a big video considering it's my first video yeah and i started creating content man i started creating content from, the, from that time yeah yeah i mean it's a great story i think jumping rope is one of those things that like when you when you learn all the tricks that you teach it's it becomes so much more fun because again before i didn't really love it and now that it, that i know some of the tricks like the crossovers and like the the side to side stuff and and all the little like yeah, yeah. things that make it so interesting it's, it's literally like my favorite way to warm up. And one of the things is like, cause in, in my gym, like, as you can imagine, like there's not a lot of normal athletes, but it's a bunch of people who could do a lot of crazy, crazy things. So it's not like that crazy, imagine. the stuff that I'm doing, but if you take like yeah. the jump rope stuff to like a, like a lifetime or like some like conventional gym, like just the basic gyms where people go to and you start doing that jump rope stuff, like, cause I've done it a few times when I'm traveling and go to like a hotel gym and I bring the jump rope. People yeah. look at you like you're like insane like they're like how is this guy doing this like it's crazy like it looks almost like a circus act uh, and it's honestly one of my favorite it, things to do it, it just definitely turns heads like man a, and that, and that was, yeah go ahead no I was just gonna say it definitely turns heads man like it is in it's, it's such a unique way to train because you're you're not only not only obviously getting the good fitness benefits from it like you, you get a mad sweat and everything else like that but when you really get in the zone with skipping and jumping rope like and, and you're trying to learn new moves and new combos you're, you're literally rewiring your brain like you're rewiring how it how it moves how it reacts how it sends all the signals to your body and i think that's what people 
like who haven't got involved in it, that's probably the stuff that they won't really understand until they get involved. Is that it yeah. puts you in this crazy focus, puts you in this crazy focus, and before you know it, you've got the you've got all the workout stuff you need, you've got all the all the sweats and everything you need from it. But long term, the skills it gives you, like all the like you mentioned before, timing, balance, and the control, um, it, you, yeah. you literally get so many good benefits from it that you probably couldn't get from something like a treadmill or like a, a cross training or something like that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's very unique. Um, and I think honestly, everybody, everybody should like, I have so many people discouraged because I, I, I love jumping rope and I work out with people and I, I kind of guide the workout sometimes. Um, and yeah. I love warming up like that. But all the guys I train with for the most part, like even Daniel, the co-host of this podcast, he's not here because he's, he's flying in today, actually back to Houston. Uh, he just got in, so right. he wasn't able to make it. But um, but that guy can't jump rope. Like he can't even do double unders. But he's like one of like the best ninja athletes, right? And I was like, bro, you got to learn this. Like, it's just going to help you. Like, you're going to learn better coordination. Like, there's no way that it hurts you. But a lot of them, like, yeah. because they, it just seems so out of reach that they're like, I don't, I'm just going to run or I'm just going to like row or just do a basic exercise because they don't, they don't want to look stupid or they don't want to like learn. Cause there is, there is a little learning curve. Like at first you do look dumb and you keep slapping like yourself over and over again. Um, but one thing that I noticed when I was learning rope, um, is the, the first day, and I think this has a lot to do with how the brain works, but the first day that I was learning a new trick, I would not get it. Like I would suck. I'd get it a few times. I'd get like the movement down, but I wouldn't be consistently getting it. But after like a night's yeah. sleep, the next day I would hit it like a lot more and more. And it was during the time that you like afterwards that I'd put in those reps that I would, my body would kind of learn it. And then the next day I'd be like, oh, wow, I could do this really easily now. And that's honestly one of yeah. my favorite things in, in any sport is putting in a lot of reps and then like seeing improvement the next day. Cause you never really see improvement the day of training. It's like the next yeah. couple days afterwards that you realize like, Oh, like, so for me, like I've been playing a lot of volleyball lately, putting in like reps on like volleyball touches. Like when I'm training it, it feels like I'm not improving, but the next day I'm like, Whoa, I'm like doing stuff that I wasn't able to do. And it's the same thing with skipping rope. Like I'm able to do stuff the next day that I wasn't able to do the day before because I'm putting in a lot of time and energy. And a lot of people nowadays want like that instant gratification of like, Hey, I'm learning this and I want to be able to do it now and I want the benefits right now. And they're not willing to put in the time to get to the point where you can look super sick and put together a bunch of combos and rhythm and, and be in that zone. Right. Cause it does take a little bit of work to get there. It takes, it takes, it takes a long time, man. And, and again, it just comes back to kind of like most things in life, right? Most things in life, exactly how you explain, like um, the time, the effort, the patience, the persistence, the dedication you put in it. That's how, what you're going to get out of whatever you're trying to get into. So that is another reason why I love it so much, man. And, and again, it's why I had to create more content around it because anyone can really jump on a treadmill. You don't need a, a running coach to teach you how to run on a treadmill or someone to teach you how to use a rowing machine or, you know, things like that. Like, so with the skipping rope, what I realized, and, and like, like you mentioned before, like it's, it's like muscle memory. You're building muscle memory, all the reps that you put in, all the time you put in. And it's, it's really rewarding, man. And I think it really says a lot about your character, kind of like, tells you a lot about yourself is that on the first day, the second day, it's not going to click. It's, it's going to become, it's going to feel a little bit rubbish really, to be honest with you, because it's frustrating. Yeah. Look. You feel frustrated. Especially, especially if you're, especially if you're watching someone else and you've seen that level that you can potentially get to. Um, luckily for me, I mean, the only guy I was looking at at the time was Mayweather. So he was the only person <laughs> and, and, and Mayweather's like a God anyway. So it's like, I was just trying to think to myself, actually, you know what, maybe he's just, cause it's him. That's just the level you, that's a, only yeah. he can do it kind of thing. But over time, then you start to realize, man, like if you can put this level of focus and, and dedication and persistence into, into something like skipping 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes, building the reps, building muscle memory, then why, why, why are you going to quit anything else in life? And that's why she really liked, man, because it kind of, it kind of translated into other aspects of my life. And it kind of yeah. pushed me even more to try and create a brand around this and kind of trying to build a community around this because nothing really felt impossible to achieve at the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's amazing. Um, I want to get into a little bit, uh, more of, of your story with like, cause you were, you were an accountant, right? You had a full-time job yeah. you had like this, this, and you, you quit your job after you realized that you could make this full-time. So you, you know, you quit your stable job to, to follow a dream. You know, a lot of people are in that position to where they have a stable job that they might not like, and they're not really willing to take the risk because of, you know, certain reasons, maybe they're afraid of just failing or, they have like financial obligations that won't allow them to do. But what, what was your story with that? With like, man, like I thought my life path for like the longest time, I was told that like I was going to go to uni and get a job as an accountant and be an accountant until 
I'm yeah. 50, 60, then retire and then that's it. But then you realize man. like, oh man, I like, I like this a lot more and maybe it's risky, but I want to do it. So give me, give me a little bit of that story of, of, you know, transitioning yeah, into, sure, from that to what you're doing now. So, so that we, we like the, the brand started in 2015 as such. When I say the brand, like that meant like an Instagram page, Facebook page, just creating content, YouTube. So nothing was really happening. Nothing was really being monetized, no income, anything. And, and that was the beauty of it because I wasn't actually trying to do this to make money. Like I never, never even occurred to me to even try and make money from skipping or this, that, and the other. And so when I kind of coined the term kind of like the jump rope coach, like I started to try and get people in my local area to try and do workout classes with me, training classes, one-to-one sessions. And people would like, would laugh at me. My friends would laugh at me. They'll say, listen, man, like there's no one does skipping coaching. No one cares. No one wants to learn kind of thing. It was all like banter between me and my friends. And I said, listen, man, this is, this could take off, man. Like I, I could get people into this. It could become a, a thing. Like obviously personal training, weight training was like a norm for people, but skipping coach like was the most randomest thing. And the more I posted YouTube, the more I kind of went with the kind of local one-to-ones. Um, I started to realize, man, I was building community behind the scenes. Like a lot of people were saying to me, bro, like when are you going to bring out your own skipping rope? Like, are you going to bring out a rush athletic skipping rope? And I just thought to myself, you know what? Like maybe this could be a thing. I'm not sure. Um, and at the time I actually had a couple of hip operations because of football. So I had a few injuries from football around 2017. So I was two years into this channel. Now it was going pretty well. I had a couple of thousand, 3000, 4,000 kind of subscribers. I had these two hip operations and it kind of gave me three months off work um, to kind of be at home and just kind of recuperate. And in those three months is when I started to kind of look for manufacturers, understand um, a little bit more about editing videos and, and brand and products and how to negotiate and all this kind of stuff. And, and within those three months, that's when we kind of brought out the first rope. So two years from building the channel was the first time I brought out a product and the launch was like complete sellout. So from that moment on, the first first kind of week of that first product going live, I was super nervous. And I thought to myself, like, this is just a kind of side side hobby. Like, it'd be like maybe a little side hustle, a little bit of fun on the side. But then it started to be serious literally from day one because so many countries got involved in that first launch in 2017 uh, when we released, like, the, the first speed rope, the money rope. And then during that year of 2017, like, it just, get, it just kept getting bigger and bigger. Like, loads more people started to follow the channel. Loads more people demanding new colors of ropes, different styles of ropes. I started bringing out different styles. I brought a heavy rope out. I bought a freestyle out, a freestyle rope out. And coming up to about 2018 now in October, so I'm working still full-time. I'm trying to do this hustle on this on sort of the side. I was literally working 16-hour days. Like, I was going to work, coming back. That would take about eight to nine hours. Then I was coming back and having to, to do the customer service and, and do the order packaging, do the branding, do the videos, do the editing. Um, and it got too much, man. At the time, I was trying to, trying to balance the whole situation between the financial um situation like could this be a full-time thing and whether or not it's going to be like have longevity do you know what i mean because i'm just it's just at the end of the day at the time i'm just thinking this is just a skipping brand like how far can you go with like a skipping rope brand people come to buy a rope do they need to come back and buy another rope like is that where it ends like is that where the customer journey ends like i'm still kind of understanding the whole entrepreneur side at this time and i remember like i just used to go to work every single day and i used to just kind of like feel super super tired like i couldn't function all i kept thinking about was you know, like my Instagram and getting back to people, getting back to messages, talking to suppliers whilst I was in the toilet. It was mental, man. I couldn't do anything. So uh, it was just one of those things, man. I just thought to myself, I'm I'm burning myself out at work. I can't function trying to do what I actually really enjoy, right. like the passion. That's, a dangerous, that's like a dangerous community. place to be in too. Yeah, because I wasn't really putting all my energy anywhere at the time as well. Yeah. So it was just, a, just one of those things, man. I, I kind of just thought to myself, look, I'm happy to take like an 80%, 70% pay cut if, if I can pay my bills, if I can live life. Um, but I have free time. I'm happy. I'm doing something I super, super love. And I think, you know what it is, is there's always turning points. There's always kind of things that trigger it. And every day you walk in, I'm thinking, is this the day I had my notice in? Is this the day I resign? Um, and it was just one of those things, man, like where every launch I would do at the time, it just got bigger and bigger. And I just thought to myself, you know what, the, the community I've built, um, I think it's just going to get bigger. I think I just felt like the whole like movement was going to go way beyond anything I imagined the first day. So I just thought like, look, let me just put my eggs in, in one basket and just go full time on it. So 2018 was, was, was when I kind of pulled the plug on the accountancy life. And so it's been like, what, three years now, three years full time doing YouTube and, and building this brand from, from kind of scratch. Yeah. And you have no regrets, I assume. <laughs> no regrets, man. Honestly, like, and, and with COVID and all this kind of stuff and people coming and sharing their kind of stories of how like, you know, skipping pretty much saved them through covid they, they didn't miss the gym 
they they yeah. they ha- especially in London. I, obviously, where you guys in the US, you probably get decent weather, but here, like, it rains all the time. So people coming up to me and saying, you know, being quarantined at home, especially when the weather was bad, I could still get my workouts in. I could still kind of de-stress. Um, yeah, it's huge. What, man, it's huge. It was huge, man. So like, there's no regrets, man. Honestly, the only thing I ever think about is is why I didn't do it sooner. Like, why I didn't. Yeah. Like, I started I started this brand when I was touching 30 years old. And that's probably the only minor regret I have, but obviously, like everything comes with a good, uh, in good time. But I wish I, I wish I probably could have started in my early twenties, you know. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I think it happened for you at the right time. And one thing I want to touch on this is a little off topic, but your your ropes are actually really good quality. Like, um, because I've used so many different Thanks, ropes all my life, and and you're like they function really well for what you teach and what you do. Because if I try to do tricks on other ropes, like it doesn't really work as well sometimes. Um, so I've like, I've yeah. grown to be like kind of spoiled and like, if I'm not using like your ropes, I kind of just like to not jump rope for the most part. Well, the thing. Um, I mean, I mean, maybe cause you're level where you're at now, but I think most beginners and mo- maybe most of your listeners, if they're, if they're still kind of like interested in it, they're probably thinking, man, that skipping rope is a skipping rope, right? A jump rope is a jump rope, a speed rope, a speed rope. Like, I get that question all the time, but once you become really good and understand the rope and how it feels and how it moves, like yeah. you do understand there's, there's differences in, in the V and the PVC or the vinyl. So that's yeah. what that's what I have to try and explain to people is like when they say what's different about your rope, you know, like isn't just a jump rope a jump rope. It's the same thing as just when you buy trainers, bro. Like it's just like why do you wear Nike? Why do you wear yeah. instead of like I don't know I don't know what the cheaper brands are in the US, but like it's 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 the fact that you kind of understand there's a quality behind the brand, there's a there's a history, there's a you know all that kind of stuff. So yeah, because because if I'm gonna buy like a jump rope, I'm, I'm I'd rather buy it from some guy who's like super passionate about it and his life is all about jump roping. Like I'm I'm assuming the product he's gonna make is gonna be amazing versus like a company who's just like makes a ton of fitness equipment and just made a jump rope for fun. Exactly. Um, and I yeah, think another exactly. part of this too, like I learned all the stuff with your jump rope, so that's the tool I'm used to, right? Maybe I could have learned it on something else, but it's just the one that potentially. Like, yeah. um, yeah, there's other ropes I think too, like super speed ropes that are like just just made to do double unders. But for the most part, like yeah. I, I don't enjoy doing those because you can't really do tricks. Um, but yeah, going going back to, to super, on topic, super light, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so you, uh, I wanted to, to talk a little bit about um, the injury stuff because uh, I think that's something that because I, I watched a video yesterday and I was researching you a little bit and. And I saw that the did you have another operation later on down the line when you already had like the the jump rope stuff or no on your hip? So so since I've started in twenty since I started skipping in twenty fifteen I've had three kind of big operations not related to skipping at all. Um, yeah, they've, they've been actually due to, to to football. So like I said, I played a lot of football and I had like a massive uh, kind of like elbows like basically like a ligament issue in my elbow. I took a yeah. bad fall. But the, the big injury that I had during the time was um, was my hip. So I've had a double hip operation on like uh, the right side and the left side. Yeah. Basically, got no cartilage, no cartilage in my in my hip joint. So um, it's a bit bit, yeah. bit crazy. But like from playing so many years of football, and I had like kind of like a bone deformity, like it kind of like grinded away at the cartilage over the years. So yeah. so we went for I had to go for a couple of operations with that. And at that time, that was when I never actually had a product. I just had a I just had a a library of content. I was doing the skipping thing and, and yeah. super close to quitting, super close to quitting. Not going to lie. It was, it was very close. Touch and go. Yeah. To so that's like, that's where, that's where like, I, I think a lot of people can, can draw inspiration from is because I've had, I've had some really bad injuries too. Like my, my shoulder was, it's been like a year and it's still not back to hundred percent and I've ruptured like a pulley tendon in my hand. And for a lot of injuries, anytime I talk to athletes or, or people that are just very active, Injuries are always, for the most part, for those people that I talk to, are they're always harder mentally than they are physically. Like the mental, yeah. like the mental anguish that comes from not being able to do what you love, like not being able to play in your sport, to to jump rope, to to move around mm. how you want to move around, and those things. I mean, like for for a time when I hurt my shoulder, I couldn't even go on walks. That's how bad it was. Like it was just it was a, a grade three AC separation, yeah. so it was, you know it was gnarly. So if I went for like a ten minute walk, it would start to just hurt because my shoulder wasn't being held up anymore. I had to like do it with my muscles. Um, so how did you, with those, with those hip surgeries, like what, what kind of gets you through the, like for anybody listening that might have like an injury like that, that they, you know, it's hard mentally, or it might happen in the future and they can think back to this podcast. What would be your advice to, to getting through something like, like a a big surgery or a big injury or, or those times where you can't go to what you usually go to, to, to stay, you know, mentally sane, like jumping rope or exercising, or you can't do what you love because of an injury, right? Good, yeah, it's a good point, man. Such a man. Like it's it's one of those things, man. Like someone like yourself, like super active, 
myself as well, super active, like sports, gym, like it, it can be mentally like crazy to go through something where now you can't do the things you love. Like you said, like I, I was told by the doctor that I wasn't even supposed to be on my feet for like the first month or two or something like that. I think I was two months like couch bound, bed bound uh, because I had to let, let the, let the hip, hip kind of heal itself um, and all the stuff that they did with it. So I was, I went from literally going super active, making videos, making content, doing all this skipping stuff, really loving it, football, to then just being lying on my couch. And the first few weeks, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, man. It was it was pretty depressing. Like, I I, I kind of watched a lot of TV, didn't do, do, do much. Like, I let my eating go. Like, And I think it's just one of the kind of advice I can give people, anyone listening, is like, just those natural things are going to happen. Like, you can't fight it. Sometimes it's just, sometimes you need a bit of a, a crappy day. Like, just sit there and just watch a box set or watch a movie and feel lazy. Because you can't yeah. do anything. You can't go out to the gym. You can't, you can't, there's no point coming back too soon because you're just going to give yourself long-term like issues. And that's one thing that I kind of stuck to is like when I spoke to my, my physio every single week, he used to say to me, listen, bro, like there's rush. Like, I know you want to get back soon. I know you want to start doing your thing, but just think about it like this. Like if you, if you push yourself too hard now in the early days, um, you're just long-term, you're, you're messed up. Like you're going to go nowhere with it. So that always stuck in my head is just like, listen, like it's it it's a long-term game with injury. Like whether you're given like two weeks off or two months off, it's just stick to the, stick to what they, they say to you, man, because you know, we all think we're superhuman, uh, but literally like there's no point coming back too soon and messing yourself up. The second thing was it's hard to deal with it mentally, man. I, I, I was lucky because at the time I had this channel and like I said, I was quite close to quitting because I'm, I'm 32 years old at this age now. When I had the, the hips, hip surgeries, I'm on the couch. Um, I, I was blessed in the fact that like I was still getting paid by work. I was able to sit on the couch. Some people might not even be able to like, get paid if they get injured like yeah. that um, or if they're unable to do something that requires their body to, to work. So I, I kind of felt blessed in that situation. So kind of seeing the good side of things. But on top of that, man, like the blessing that I actually had was I had time on my hands. For the first time in so many years, like where you're working, you're working, you're asked like, and, and at that point I, I was thinking to myself, listen, man, like you've got all this time in a day now you're sitting around like what can you do to kind of like elevate your game what can you do to improve what can you do to like um become a little bit more proficient in something so that's when i i touched on it before that's when i started to learn a little bit more about video editing and 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 talking to suppliers and that was the first time i started getting ideas about building or creating skipping ropes and building a brand talking to clothing apparel surprise and all this kind of stuff so like advice wise it's just it sounds cliche as hell man but how 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 can you manage or how can you make use of your time even better i would say yeah, it's like you, so what you just said for, yeah what you're saying is like is very interesting to me because i'm reading a book that kind of touches on on these subjects um and i think like the question i would ask you is, is first of all like i think that the great advice you're giving is like perspective right like you were able to take perspective of like not playing like the victim game and being like oh man like this That's sucks it. like this this is so bad um but i think the super interesting thing here that that my brain is going to is um and i could i could be wrong but do you think there's a world that if you had not had this problem right this this kind of we'll call mm-hmm. it like a trauma in life like if you're hipping messed up where this had not happened and you were perfectly healthy you might still be doing your accounting job and you would have never had that time to kind of learn all the things you needed oh. to to transition to the next section of your life trust me you just took the words out of my mouth i was just literally as you were talking i just started thinking about the same thing i was like that's that's the amazing thing like about i don't know i don't know if you're into the kind of whole butterfly effect all that kind of stuff but like um things meant to be and all that kind of stuff like fate but it's true it's true man that was the biggest positive that came out of it was like i mentioned before was was i had time on my side for the first time because going like down the rat race every day waking up same routine and you're gonna come you know even people right now listening or people like out there they're always like all right after work i'm going gym and then they go work and then it's like, oh, I've had a bit of a crappy day. Like I'm a bit tired. I'm hungry. Maybe I'll leave the gym for tomorrow. Like you get yeah. in these kind of cycles where, where the things you don't enjoy, like take over. And that's what work was doing. So as soon as I had that free time and I kind of got myself into check, like I got myself into action, like it became a drug to me, like where I was like, okay, I want to learn how to do this video editing. I want to, I, I was lucky, man. I was lucky because, because work yeah. allowed me to have these couple of months off. And that couple of months, like I got my brain in check, man. I actually had so much time to fix up yeah. and, and then I went back to work, work worked for a year and then I quit so it's kind of like so you can like you can thing. almost see that like that injury like that that trauma that like bad thing that 
when it happened, right, it sucked. You're like, man, I'm on the couch for three months. Looking back on it now with perspective, you're like, that was actually one of the biggest blessings of my life because it allowed me to transition to the next phase of my life, which I'm like greater for now, right? Yeah. And I think with you as well, bro, like it's like you're injured now. I, I imagine your type of character as well. Like when you when you come back, you've come back from a major injury. And like some of the people that you may compete with or some people you know don't I haven't had these past traumas or haven't had these things that have to overcome and obstacles. Yeah. And mentally, mentally they're gonna be nowhere near as strong as you are. Especially if you come back from something like that. Stuff like that, like stuff like that sucks, but it it makes you so like a better person. Anytime in in life where I deal with stuff that that's rough, right? Um, in the moment, it's like, man, this is the worst. But then perspective wise later, I'm like, I if you ask me now, right, like if you could go back and take away all these all these problems, would you? I say no, because I I wouldn't be the same person that Mm. I am today, right? Like the same question I could ask you, like if you could not have these hip problems and have to have these surgeries, would you take it away? I'm assuming you'd say no, because then you probably wouldn't have the brand you have now today. No, 100%. And also, like, it's it's one of those things, like, where when you you mentioned perspective, man, like, there's so many there's so many benefits. I say benefits, but there's there's so many good things that you can see from a bad situation. It kind of changes your character and your personality a little bit. I don't know what your thoughts are, but like, I've I've always been a positive person. I've always been a kind of like the glass is kind of half full kind of guy, and yeah. Like that, that just emphasized that whole bit of my character. But I can imagine that it would be so much, obviously much more harder for someone who's a little bit less optimistic. Um, someone who sees a lot of negative in life, like it's those sort of situations. I don't know how they can find the perspective, but like, I think for someone who's already optimistic and stuff, it only just enhances things even more, but yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so I think uh, another thing we 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 have in common is is I hear you talk a lot about community, right? And kind of that's like your mission statement. Yeah, that's what you stand for. Um, for me, honestly, that's that's been one of the biggest things part of my life too. The reason that I have done ninja for so long and and been in love with the sport for as long as I um I am is was because of the community, right? The community for yeah. me was like the biggest thing. Like I I didn't go back to the ninja gym when I was like from like let's say like twelve to nineteen. Like I just I went there like I was there every day if the community sucked and the people that weren't there, like weren't there, then I, I wouldn't have become the athlete that I am today. Cause I went there for the community and the, becoming the athlete that I am today was a kind of a byproduct of that. Um, yeah. and that's something that I try to recreate in anything that I do. So, um, you know, working on different side projects where the biggest number one thing for me is building a, like the right community and same thing with the podcast. I'm trying to build an, an audience, like a community, a place where people feel like they, um, they can kind of, have a place to, to rest and, and be together and, you know, do life together in essence. Um, and so the place for that, that, I don't think I've plugged, have I plugged the Patreon yet, Rock? Oh, um, so, so the place for that is I, start, I started a Patreon um, where, where we kind of interact with the fans a little more deeply. Um, so if you're listening to this now, uh, I don't think I've done all the intro stuff yet. I kind of forgot, but we are, we have video uh, episodes now. If you're wanting to check out these video episodes, we have the full episodes on Patreon. That's uh, patreon.com slash kind of nice. And just recently, we're going to start launching the full video episodes on YouTube, but they're going to be like very delayed. So you're going to start to get like 10 episodes back. We're going to start releasing the videos so that the Patreons keep getting the videos at um, like a lot earlier. So it's like earlier content, but eventually you will be able to see these videos, but a lot later. So if you want to see the videos now, go to patreon.com and check it out. We have a bunch of content for you guys. Uh, We do Zoom meetings and stuff. Um, But yeah, so did that. Uh, community. So yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about like your mission statement, community, and like building that? Like, how has that been for you? And like, how has that kept you yeah, kind definitely. of pushing to make that brand? Well, I think I honestly like. Again, it sounds super cliche, man, but I, this brand wouldn't be nothing without without the community behind it, man. Like the, the community behind Rush Athletics um, is literally the foundation to to how I think now even skipping as a whole is becoming a movement because there are other brands doing really good things as well in, in the kind of space. Um, you've got, you've got good brands in America, you've got good brands in Europe and you've got good brands building now in the Philippines and, and all over the round, around the world. And that's, that's what I kind of love is that we built this community like, and, and it's unlike, it's unlike many of the other ones you see, uh, across the world. Like it's so, as in, it's so positive. Uh, it's, it's one of those ones where like a lot of people come together. We do meetups. Um, you hear people's stories and, it's different characters, man. It's just it's just different characters coming together for the same sort of mission, which is we're just trying to promote skipping. We're trying to get more and more people fit and healthy, enjoying their cardio. And I think when you get a bunch of humans who come from different walks of life, different backgrounds with that same kind of 
vision, that same kind of mission. It's kind of mental. And, and like, like I said to you before, the first launch for the speed rope, I brought these ropes in and I thought to myself, like, there's no way I'm going to like get these sold like anytime soon. And it was just that community came flooding in first launch. And that's when I started to realize like, how important it was to keep nurturing this community, keep, keep pushing them along. And we do meetups. We do so many things around the world. We've done like worldwide meetups as well, obviously because of COVID and pandemic and things like that. We haven't been able to do as much as we wanted to in the last few years. But I feel like my, my goal is never really like anything monetary. Again, it sounds, it sounds like I'm kind of gassing and talking rubbish. Like and most entrepreneurs probably want to say this and motivational speakers all this, like say the same thing, I guess. But I'm really honest about it, man. Like as in, I never started the brand to make money. So that's why it's always been the same vision for me, which is just to get more and more people up and about around the world. And I hear so many crazy stories, brother. You probably hear as well, like how much your work has, has kind of impacted people's lives and got them up and about doing crazy stuff as well. Uh, and that's just what I hear every single day, man. Every single day on my DMs, messages, emails, like comments, like it's phenomenal how much positivity there is based around Rush Athletics, but more importantly, just like skipping. And it's just so wild to even think like a small piece of plastic because that's so much power and I think it just kind of like goes to show like how powerful humans can be when they kind of come together yeah no it's yeah it's I mean you hit it like pretty much that's that's everything that like I aspire to try to create with with the things that I'm making and I think you're a lot further in your process than I am along right um Mm -hmm. but it's amazing that you've been able to do this with again just jump roping because it's such a it's such a simple thing right but you've you've created like such interest in it, such a unique like brand around it. Um, one thing, you know that, what, one, uh, one, one thing from the, yeah, go on. No, you're good. You're good. Go ahead. No, no. So I was just going to say something, one thing from that, like, the sort of business point of view as well, like if any of your listeners are kind of like thinking from the entrepreneurial side, I was lucky because, you know, I, I had this passion. I started it and creating content is free content and built up a community. And then I, I had then something to sell to this community that I built up. And I know most yeah. entrepreneurs, try and do it the reverse in today's world. Like they, they try and find like a kind of cheaper product here from like Asia or something like that or a clothing brand. And then they try and find an audience to sell it to. Right. Like that's the kind of like other way of doing it. Like this is, this is like the long game. So anyone listening and, and yourself, like you said about the journey where you're on, it's just the long game, but I, I feel like it's the stronger game, which is just take a bit of time to build a very strong following, a very loyal following. And yeah. even if it's like, even if it's like 5,000 or 1,000 or if you've got like a good solid base, like you don't need millions of people to keep coming back and, and buying your product or supporting your projects and things like that. Yeah. Like my goal was always just to get a thousand loyal supporters. Like it's just a number that I came up in my head. But if I had a thousand loyal supporters, like every launch every year, if I did three or four launches a year, like that would just be enough to keep me being able to create the content yeah. that I create. So it doesn't need, you don't need to be in the thousands and millions of followers like to, to have a good brand or a business. No, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a great point. Um, a quick, uh, so you talked a little about how Mayweather was like the reason that you you started the jump roping and then the brand, and I'm sure you called it the money rope because of him, right? Um, yeah, definitely. I don't, know, I don't know what the time frame was on this, but but eventually a video surfaced of him actually using the ropes that you created, right? Yeah, that was, I think it was 2019, so four years, and it was nearly to the day, it was like four years to the day that I, I kind of started the brand, so it was, yeah, 2019, he was, what was he doing then? I can't remember what he was doing then. Probably fighting some YouTuber or something. But he was, um, <laughs> he was, he was back at the gym. And uh, actually, he created this brand. I don't know if you guys are, if you guys had that franchise there, but it's called Mayweather Fitness. So it was like, um, he's got like a fitness gym franchise thing mm-hmm. there in LA. And yeah, by by luck or by, I don't know, God or something, some higher power, but like, I, I had some followers in that gym and like a personal trainer, a trainer too with Mayweather uh, was like following my stuff and he picked up a few ropes and I was, I was, uh, I was, I remember I was at the, I was in the kitchen eating some food and I got this message, a DM and it was this personal trainer um, who I hadn't even had that much interaction with. I just, I remember him following me. I followed him back and he's supposed to post a few skipping videos, but he just messaged me and said, dude, I've got, I've got the money man using your rope. And it, uh, and like, that was it. I, I kind of went, what the hell like it can't be right he's like i've got a video coming up soon but you can't you can't post it you can't post it because he's he's gonna he has to post it first or something he has to put it on his stories or something yeah. i said dude man, i'll do whatever you guys say man just send me that video man and, and he sent it. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah man he's just there it was him with again it was it, he his first video was with a yellow rope and it was what kind of inspired me to put my first rope out as a yellow rope 
And um, yeah, man, lo and behold, man, like the guy was skipping with my rope and it was like this, this crazy kind of 360 feeling for me. Like, yeah, I yeah, never told a story. Yeah, like full circle. That's yeah. Like amazing. Full circle of sure. life, man. It was like the guy, the guy who kind of, yeah, got me into skipping, the guy who inspired me and then got me to create content around it in the hope that some people will pick it up. Some people will get, kind of get going with it. Then, then he kind of like picks up the rope and, and yeah, man, it wasn't like a collab or anything like that. He didn't post, he didn't tag me or anything like that, but uh, yeah, man, the sales were, the sales are pretty crazy after that, that video. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I can imagine. Uh, no, that's awesome. I mean, that really is like a super inspiring story. Like you, you start here, you're just watching a video, you're inspired by this guy and then you create a brand, create a rope. And then the guy that inspired you is using your product. Like it's, I don't think it can get any better than that really. Pretty sick, man. Pretty sick, man. And he's, I even went, I went to Vegas like a few years ago. Um, we had a meet up in, in California and like I was just in, in, in the area and happened to go to Vegas cause I really wanted to go to May with a boxing gym in Vegas. Yeah. And that was a surreal experience for me as well because all the videos I used to kind of like observe and kind of watch and investigate like every little movement he was making and, and dissect everything. Gym? Like they were in that gym. So like every video of his training, yeah. like I was just had it on repeat, had it on repeat, like, and then I stepped into that gym and, and I don't know how many, how many of your listeners or even yourself, if you've ever been there, like it's, it's the most sickest place, man. You just walk in and you can just walk straight through into like the training area. Like they don't ask for anything. No, they don't stop you. They don't like prevent anyone walking in. Like it's just, you just walk in and you can just like take in the atmosphere. Then I had a few people like, when I started skipping, a lot of people were like, yo, dude, you box. And I was like, nah, they're like, come, come, let's spar. And I was like, nah, I like that, man. <laughs> but it was, it was just it was, it was just a, it was just a gym full of like really good vibes obviously maybe there wasn't there but that was a really amazing experience as well just to kind of be in the yeah. same spots that he used to kind of like do his thing and you can imagine all the camera and all the media frenzy when they used to kind of get together and just record him pretty sick yeah that's actually funny because w- when i jump up too and like in areas where people don't know me like a lot of people think i'm a boxer and I, like, yeah. I love boxing. I'm a big fan of it, uh, but I'm not a boxer by any means. I think that's a, that's a kind of common thing over the years, though, isn't it? Like if, you're, if you're a good skipper, you must be you must be a boxer. Or, yeah, basically, I get that a lot, man. I get that a lot. Well, some people even say to me, man, like jumping ropes with girls, man. Like I don't, I don't need to learn <laughs> this. And then and, and then and then they see me like move, and then they're just like, yo, actually, actually, this is kind of cool. And that's a nice thing, man. That's a nice feeling is when people actually around the world when they post their videos and tag me, like, and and I. I can see that they've, they've obviously like watched my videos probably just as carefully as I watch Mayweather's videos because on all the moves and combinations and stuff I've built uh, on top of his moves, I kind of created a, a kind of style, I would say. So that's kind of cool as well. It's like, maybe maybe I don't want to do any kind of this, like just this to, to, to kind of martial arts lovers, but like, it's kind of like we, we, we created a new kind of martial art or kind of like an art form where like now skipping isn't just kind of like the basic jump or like the kind of, awkward looking techniques it's like now it's like really crazy stuff man like people are doing oh, yeah, stuff yeah. out there for sure um how's the uh i see that you're like creating like an hq is that like a gym or what you want to talk about that a little bit yeah man um so so my current space at the moment here is like uh it's kind of like an extension to to a property so it's my mom and dad's property actually so there was an extension uh that was done and uh initially it was just like a kind of place where I train people their one-to-ones and, and have a little man cave for myself but we created a space here We're just I literally just done it up like a year ago during COVID I, I made this place a little bit more um, neater fancier uh, I used to work out of it and it's be super messy and and you know I wanted the production facility I wanted to have branding so we did that and for the last year it's been it's been so crazy the growth of the business that I'm kind of outgrowing it here so now we're from this space <clears throat> into like a kind of 5,000 square foot kind of like facility where the two floors um, just around in the area here. And it's going to be kind of like a base. It's going to be hopefully like the first official kind of home of like a jump rope fitness kind of company. Um, and it will, it will like hopefully propel me from becoming that, like just come and take me out from the kind of bedroom brand kind of, kind of, uh, like I guess, a, title. Yeah, like uh, it made me feel, yeah, because I mean, and I kind of like that. I kind of like the fact that people know, like I share stuff on my stories where I'm I'm chilling here and I'm doing the packaging and people message me and they're like, yo, dude, like, why are you packaging all this still? Like employ someone. And I'm, and sometimes, I mean, we have staff and stuff, but I kind of like to get involved in the stuff that I first started with. Like I, I love seeing the countries uh, where people buy shit from. And the, the new place though is going to be out of this world. Like we're going to have a, a shop front uh, so people can come and actually shop from there. There's going to be like a, a testing zone. There's going to be obviously the warehouse space. Uh, upstairs going to be a full production facility, podcast studio, 
customer service. Like it's going to have everything. Man, we can put a golf simulator in there just to have a bit of fun for the late nights. <laughs> so yeah, yeah man, my, it's, it's going to be super. Yeah, it's going to be super cool. My like a uh, producer is like behind the cameras and all that stuff. He like he's a big golfer. He's actually an accountant too. So you guys got got a lot in yeah. common. <laughs> no, I love golf, man. Right now, golf is is like getting like super addictive and I'm getting obsessed over golf right now. So it's, I'm getting the same vibes like I did with skipping with the focus yeah. and stuff. So it's like the fact that like, like social media is like my brand now, like the, everything kind of flows through social media. I don't, I don't really do paid advertising on paid YouTube ads and a lot of that stuff. So like, uh, it's been a blessing social media, but at the same time, it's been like a, I don't want to say curse, but it's one of those things where I just need to get away from sometimes as well. Because I know it's what just, you mean. You know what I mean, right? So, like, yeah. golf has become this thing now that, like, I go on a golf course, I spend four hours, five hours with my mates, uh, no phones come out, like, I don't need to worry about Instagram, I don't need to worry about, like, things, and I just, yeah, de-stress, man, I'm just getting the zone with it, love it. Yeah, you know, everybody needs that. I would, man, I would love for golf to be that for me, but I'm not good enough to where it's any fun for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get, like, decent to where I can actually, like, hit a ball where I that's want a, to go. That's a solid sport, man. That's a hard sport, man. Yeah, it golf. seems like every like almost I've, I've seen so many like professional athletes that are like a really high level golf like Anthony Joshua golfs I think uh, Canelo golfs like a bunch of these like top athletes also golf because it's such well, a like, like Jordan Jordan loves golfing like a lot of the basketballers love golfing like footballers um, yeah. yeah yeah all these top athletes. guys yeah no, I think um, it's one of those things though man it's, it, it is super addictive man like when, once you you could play like 17 yeah 17 17 holes 17 and a half holes and you'd be absolutely crap. And then that last shot before you go home is like this purest feeling. And like you think <laughs> you're tiger, you think you're Tiger Woods and then it will make you come back the next day. Like, and, and yeah, it's just one of those weird things. Really weird, weird, weird sport. You can be amazing one day, next day you come back, you're just back to square one. Like, I don't understand it. Yeah, no, I mean, I love any, any sport that you feel that passion for is, is amazing. Like for me, that's volleyball right now. And I think, I think golf eventually nice. will, will become a bigger part. Like once, if I get a little older and, uh, I feel like when you become older, golf becomes like a little more interesting. But I'm still, I'm still a little young, 23. So yeah. like, I'm yeah. gonna give, I'm gonna give golf a little, put it on the back burners for now. But I think eventually I will be playing golf. Um, because it's also really good yeah. for business too. Like, you, you, you make a lot of great connections playing golf. Because I mean, a lot of, a lot of people who do like great things play golf. So it's, it's a great way to meet people. Definitely. Um, what else do I have down here? Uh, oh, the. Um, Butterfly. Do you have any uh any questions for me at all? Different man. I'm I'm I mean you're you're the only guy that I have any knowledge about ninja, right? So the yeah. ninja was big here in the UK and I have loads of friends and, and I tell them about you. I'm like, I know some guy on ninja, you know, in America. <laughs> but like how how did you how do you even get into something like ninja? And how did how do you even train for that thing? Um so for me it was it was very like random i kind of started you know what parkour is like free running yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah. I, I started with that that's what i wanted to do uh because i didn't like individual sports as a kid um so i started doing that and teaching myself and kind of like how i learned jump roping I, I just looked at youtube videos and was teaching myself free running and parkour and i reached a point where like i couldn't really learn more by myself so i was looking for a gym and i found a gym called iron sports in houston that wasn't a parkour gym but it was kind of close it was an obstacle gym so it was like okay. ninja warrior stuff it was like obstacles and just random stuff and i stumbled in this gym and i was like hey do you guys do parkour and they're like nah but we got like ninja warrior and i was just like okay like it's close enough i'll try it uh, and I was like 12 or 13 and I'm 23 now and I still oh. kind of go there. So I, I kind of just got Damn. good at it because again, like the community there was amazing, um, back in the day. So I just kept going back and by default, because I was there so often, I got really good at it. Right. Cause I kind of did it at an age too. If you start something when you're like 12 or 13 and grow into it, your, your like brain is more like absorbent to, to learning yeah, things definitely. at that time. So it kind of just got engraved in me. It's a good age to start anything, man. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's also never man. too late, right? Like, if if you want to start getting anything now, like new, right? Like, I, I just picked up kind of trying to get really good at volleyball or, or golf or anything you want to get into. I don't, no, I don't think it's ever too late to like do anything new. Um, and but yeah, I mean, I don't know about this is this is like a more interesting um question. But do you ever like with with jumping rope, right? Have you ever gotten to a place where you feel a little bored with it now because you feel like there's not much more to learn or, or are you still innovating and trying to learn new things? 
Good question, man. Um, I get a lot of people actually saying this by asking me this because I think they get to that same point sometimes where they just like they, they reach a little plateau, like where do they go? They've learned most of the moves I've shown on online. Um, but honestly, to me, man, like it's it's it does it never feels like work. Like as in, I when I go to the gym, I'm, I'm actually still just trying to perfect the stuff I've learned over the last seven years. Like I still love enjoying trying to make something a little bit more better, a little bit more neater, like a little combination here and there. Yeah, like, cleaning it up, and yeah. it's and it. Yeah, clean it up. And it's just naturally like my incentive is actually to improve and, and to create new ways of doing things. Obviously having the brand and being known as this kind of like kind of one of the founding fathers of the genre movement kind of thing. Like it's kind of my job as well to kind of provide new stuff. So I don't know how much you've seen on my YouTube, but like that's why we do these kind of like epic kind of trailers, these movie style grade uh kind of video yeah, he'll, like, he'll be like in a full in. suit in like just downtown london <laughs> just like skipping in the middle of the road and like yeah it's super cool stuff um yeah so i mean i mean that and that's the thing that keeps you motivated because it's not as such kind of learning new moves it's kind of like learning how to make like this this kind of art form like i like to call it how can we get it out to more people around the world so i'm actually yeah it's like i'm it's like i'm learning a new skill within skipping when it's not actually skipping it's like how it's just like how the guys back in the day just kind of made Kung Fu famous or how they made, how they made like this style of genre film famous. Like there, there was someone or some people that had to do new and innovative things within. And now we've got social media. It's like, how do we use these tools that we've got? Like, and, and I'm, I'm thinking about doing now a commercial. I've got athletes around the world now. We're trying to, I'm thinking of ideas of how to include these athletes in their countries. Like how can we make, yeah, how we can spread more awareness, man. So that's where yeah. a lot of my energy and time goes into. When it comes to kind of skipping itself, I'll never get bored of it, man. Like when I when I pick up a rope, like there's always someone that's gonna come and talk to me in the gym. Like there's always something interesting for them to say to me or like like create a conversation, create new make make new friends. So I never kind of go there with any kind of like, oh no, what am I gonna do today? Like I kind of know everything. Or yeah, I still get slapped up, man. Trust me. And I and I uh, I'm proud to say it, man. Like no one, no one can actually everything that people post online as well, by the way, like if you get into this community, there's always really good, obviously great videos where people are looking unbelievable, but let's not get it twisted, man. Everyone trips up. And I know yeah, this no, it's their highlight reels, man. Yeah. They're only showing the good yeah. stuff. Trust yeah, me, I do, I do the same stuff. I, I don't post videos <laughs> of me sucking, like slapping myself. No one likes the to post those videos. Yeah. Yeah. No. I had a, I had a challenge. I had a community challenge recently. I think last year, right. She just told people to just message or to, to send me videos of them like messing up. And I made like a massive edit of it. I don't know if I put that one on YouTube, but we had so many people get involved in that. Um, so I do these like, kind of random challenges here and there, which is cool. Like, and usually it's like showing off people's skills, like in their city or behind or in front of like a landmark. But this time I was like, listen, I just want to just send me a video where you're just getting slapped or like something. Silly <laughs> and, yeah. and it was good. It actually, it actually made people like realize that, you know what, like everyone is in the same boat. Like some of these, there's so many gurus out there, so many teachers out there now. And like the whole notion of a skipping coach is like, quite a common thing in our community like there's loads of coaches out there giving loads of good advice so it's nice to see that everyone is actually in the same boat and and trying to learn and get better man yeah have you gotten into um the one thing i, I never learned and i never even really tried to learn i tried it once and i was like this is dumb i'm not gonna get it is like catch and release like letting go of one side and just like yeah around and catching it because no. I, I can't do that to save my life <laughs> i i i tried it but only because i went i did a shoot so we were releasing a freestyle rope which the freestyle rope is like a longer handle rope and it's like made made for these kind of like release and catch yeah. kind of specialists. They usually use a, a longer handle, not all of them, but like mainly do. And so when we released this rope, I was like, it was only for people who wanted to get involved in it. It wasn't because I personally used that rope. So when it came to promotion, obviously I did my little bits with it, but it was not the same. So I was like saying to my videographer at the time, I was like, I think we need to fly to Germany because there's one girl there's one girl that I need to meet and, and she's the only person that I want to use for the promotion because she's unbelievable. So she's like one of the kind of like world champions over the years or something. And um, we met, we met her uh, and she, she was phenomenal. We did a massive shoot around it. Uh, but that was the only time because we did it. We did a, like a YouTube video that day and I was like, okay, look, why don't you teach me some of these moves and just for a laugh, like I'll put it on my, on my video, uh, on my, on my page and like people can have a laugh because I knew I'd be crap at it. So that was the only time I tried it, but it's not my style, man. It's like, I'm kind of from the boxing, the Mayweather style and kind of like yeah. combinations. And I like the feeling of the handles in my hands. Like for me to throw a rope, it kind of just feels like I'm not really kind of getting the workout I need. And also I, I, I hate dropping a rope. I don't like disrespecting my rope. So like I, I would never do the release <laughs> for, the, for the same yeah. reason why most people, when they show it online, you've probably seen them online. 
they will show clean catches, they'll show clean combinations, but they will drop the rope like most of the time as well behind yeah, the scenes, like, so. like smoking the rope. I've I've cracked a couple of ropes to, like trying, like just, yeah. uh, just smoking it. And it just but listen, I'm I'll, like, dang it. I'll, I'll have to say, yeah, what what we've done is we've, we've created like a grip now. We've got I've, I've I've redevised the sort of speed rope. So the original money rope that I sent you, there's, there's like a new version of it. I'm not sure if I sent you that one by the way, but I had to get that one out to you. So that's the money rope 2.0 or yeah. 2.0. So um, I created I think like this. The, are you this talking new, about the very new one that you just launched? The, the latest speed rope, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I tried to buy it, but it was sold out everywhere. I was just like, oh, cool, I'll buy one of his new ropes, and it was just sold out everywhere. And I was like, I so, can't yeah, even get it if I want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put a few lying around, man. But like, yeah, they've been sold out for about four or five months now because I'm trying yeah, to get, get a big I'm going to get it straight from the source, though. I'm good. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, so that, so that handle we made especially because so many, like I said, man, there's all these little genres, these little styles kind of going around, skipping. And, and uh, hopefully your listeners haven't got bored today. Man. It's like the most weirdest thing probably listen that talking about a jump rope community, but it's out there. <laughs> and like, it's, like, and that's the thing, man. Like the following that I've gained, like we're talking like what, luckily like half a million now across all the kind of social media platforms yeah. that I've got. Like within that half a million, within, like there's there's other brands out there that are doing the same sort of thing. And so like this thing is kind of like growing on the kind of underbelly of the fitness world. And it's kind of getting out of control. And so many people are bringing out new styles. So, uh, we had to kind of innovate, like you said, like the first speed rope money rope that I bought out was a simple boxing speed rope, uh, really good vinyl. But when people started releasing that, they were cracking handles, like you say, like it, it wasn't made for that. So yeah. we got to kind of change with the times and, and now build stronger and more robust ropes, but make sure it stays light and ergonomic. There's all this kind of technical stuff which I'm learning as well, so it's cool. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it sounds super simple, but like it you have to make like certain certain things to like have a good rope like you can't just throw like a piece of rope and random handles on it because it just won't feel right um i think like one of the biggest things is like the the cap where like the the nylon goes into the thing um I, i've snapped yeah. I, I think i've like after like a year or two like i think i've popped ear ropes but like regular ropes that i buy from academy i'll smoke them in like a couple months like they'll, they'll just kind of pop because of the rubbing the nylon and the plastic over yeah, and over yeah. again like eventually they snap off um but yours have lasted mm-hmm. like a lot longer, but that's, that's one thing that if Sweet. you don't smooth out those edges, like just a bunch of little things, right. That anything like that, because you've taken so much time to, you know, in detail, make sure that every little thing, because you're passionate about it. Right. So you're going to make sure that every little detail about exactly. these ropes are, are amazing. Um, yeah, that's 100%. awesome. Um, outside of, outside of jumping rope, like what's, what's your like day to day? Like you, I mean, you, you said you play golf. Is there, is there anything else we don't know? So golf is the main thing, man. Um, not gonna lie, like it takes up a lot of my time, thinking time. But um, honestly, like I'm just, I just love to go to the gym, love to train. Yeah. Uh, stay, and I mean, again, that that involves skipping as well. But like I do, I do do a bit of lifting. I try, try, try make the gains. Not, yes, not sir, doing a good yes, job, sir. but um, <laughs> <laughs> I try, try, I try. Yeah, I, I, I love spending time in the gym, man. Um, but yeah, man, regular, man. Honestly, like I think when you become an entrepreneur, like the the, it kind of like life kind of infuses like there's not really like work and then what's your pastime or hobby that's why I like to say yeah. golf is like my my actual thing that gets me away from the entrepreneurial life but otherwise it's like again another cliche line coming up bro like but it's just it's 24 7 like you're switched on like when I'm awake like yeah I'm there's something going on there's a fire to put out I'm, I'm I've got a message yeah, this supplier that's, that's this fair. is delayed this and and it kind of just it takes over, but that's that's the beauty of what I do is that luckily for me, it's like it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like life. And it's just amazing no, yeah. to think that I kind of That's how it should I be, man. Honestly, that, that's kinda, really... Yeah. I think a lot of people look for because that. At the end of the day, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like I think you, you mentioned you mentioned the term influence and it's like kind of like a it's like a strange word here. I don't know how it sounds in the US, but over here, there's some people like that don't really understand the term influencer here. Like it kind of, blends in with kind of like hot looking chicks who try and sell you like a, a Louis Vuitton bag. Like people think that's yeah. a, an influencer. But I think you're right in the way I like to be considered like someone who does influence for the better. And I feel like in my everyday life, when I'm, when I'm sort of on my phone or whoever I'm with, my friends and family, like I just try and share what I've done because it took a lot of time. I look, it took a long time, but like it's, it's, it's doable. It's doable if you just kind of put in a little bit of um, a bit of hard graft, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, that's like the, 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 like the dream people pitch to you when you're a kid and you're growing up and you're going through school is, is trash, right? It's, it's always like, you know, kind of go through school and maybe, maybe it is good for some people, but for me, I knew it wasn't what I wanted to do, but it's kind of like 
go to school, then go to, go to uni, like graduate, get like a nine to five job and then work till you're 60 and then retire. And then like, and then what? Right. But I think life is, exactly. life can be, life can be so much more. And that's, I mean, one of the things I'm grateful for is the fact that I'm allowed to live the life that I do to where I can pursue these different opportunities and, and I don't have to, mm. I'm not forced to work a nine to five job because I'm, I'm able to, you know, do all these different things and try these different ventures and, you know, if stuff doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I, I think a lot of people don't get to live that way. And I'm, I'm super blessed to be able to do it. Right. hundred percent, man. I think also like, it's one of those things like having a nine to five and all that is like people enjoy the nine to five. People enjoy routine. They enjoy like, obviously if they've studied and then to a job, like what they're, what they studied, like it's beautiful. Like I think it's where, where our work comes into play. Like is really for those who are, who are kind of lost. Like they do have the skills, they do have the talents, but they're just not sure how to really express it. They don't know where to start. They feel Um, like there's like something else out there, but they're just like not, they don't know how to. Exactly. Exactly. And they they can't unlock that potential or they they daydream every day. Like, and they're just thinking, all right, what if I did this? What if I did that? So it's one of those things, man. It's, 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 it's hard. I think it's like a, you know, if you've got a stable job, if you've got the security, it's hard to kind of break out that cycle. But if you, if you start a little side hobby, a little passion project, like, I don't know. Yeah, do see the things that you go. actually love. See where yeah. it can go, exactly. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about you? So you launched a podcast. You have four episodes out, I think. It's uh, oh man, it's, it's called Born to Fly, right? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I actually, cool I watched, I watched the, I watched your first episode with the, um, I forgot his name, the guy who makes the commercials with the athletes, the the yeah. choreographer. It's it's a really cool concept. Like you're you're in the car, and then it seems like you have really good guests. Like it seems like you're able to get you know some some great talent out there. Um, but so to tell you my viewers a little bit, if, if they want to check out your podcast or I think you said you're going to be making a podcast studio, you should be coming out with more. So kind of what's, what's that? Yeah, all man. So hopefully get, get, get more consistent, man. Be like you. Nah, <laughs> but, I don't know about that. I try, I, uh, I try to be, I miss a couple of <laughs> weeks here and there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the, the, the dream was to kind of, yeah, get people, it was outside of, it's called born to fly, which is obviously like kind of related to a bit of how I love to talk about skipping, but born to fly was just a concept that is just, talking to guests or having guests that um, are just doing something a little bit out of the, I guess the ordinary, uh, a little bit different and, and sharing their stories, uh, how they got to where they got to. And yeah, that's the concept of that. And it was meant to be kind of in the, in a car. Like, so I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw the visual one or did you listen to it, but like basically no, I, I, watched it. I bought, yeah, I, I, I especially bought a, a kind of Tesla. Like I, I went out and I bought my dream car and I was like, okay, this is going to be my podcast studio. And the first episode, it was good. Uh, you're smart went, too because okay. you're an accountant so that's like a business expense for you right <laughs> you, you know it bro you know it help, help, help me with the taxes a little bit here and there but yeah it's I mean I'm not even a car guy but for that car to flip in it's something different but yeah, uh, yeah man we, we had a few teething problems with like audio and how to set up the mics and stuff but like yeah the, the podcast is cool man like uh, it's it's gonna hopefully in future have yeah a mixture of skipping guests and I've got contacts now luckily through I'm blessed like through, through my nature and my work like I talk to and I have people from all over the world, like different types of like, again, genres, like using my rope. So I've got like actors, I've got athletes, of course. So I've got like kind of like the usual kind of fitness guys in, in the social media space. I've got models. Um, so like just different people. So like I've got such a good kind of like base of people to kind of yeah. get on the show. So hopefully get more, more consistent and get that done this year. Absolutely. Yeah. And so where can people find you? What's your Instagram, your YouTube, all that stuff? So all the good stuff, man. It's just it's just rush underscore athletics on on Instagram, and if you just Google rush athletics, you'll find the YouTube. And yes, sir. Yeah, it's just it's man. I don't know. It's it's been a pleasure, bro. I gotta say, man. I thought I was quite surprised when you asked me to come on because I know your community is no, a, for sure, man. Probably a little bit different, <laughs> different, different to the to the skipping community, but hopefully they enjoyed this one. Uh, no, I'm all about you know bringing bringing people stories from different. I think your story is like amazing, and it's it's inspiring, and people can learn something from it. Um, so I nice wanted man. to get you on, I, you know, it gets boring till we get the same kind of people on over and over again. So, you know, with, with the for podcast, sure. if I, I want to be able to get, you know, new guests and people that can bring a different perspective from, from different things. Cause I think that's, you know, that's the only way to learn, right. Just talk to different people. And that's like one of the best things about having a podcast is being able to make connections with people that are, like I usually wouldn't. Cause honestly, if I didn't have a podcast, like we would have never like sat and talked like this unless maybe like I was in the UK. Um, yeah, I'm going to do the shout out of the week real quick. Uh, if you guys want to be the shout out of the week, all you got to do is go to uh, the iTunes platform and check out the, uh, the podcast, the podcast on 
Apple podcast and give us a five-star rating and then write down, you have to write down an actual review or I won't see it because we have a bunch of reviews, but some of them aren't, um, they're not written down, so I can't read them. But so shout out to, oh my God, this name is, oh, Slither Savage number one. Um, <laughs> he writes, obsessed. Uh, I've always had, I've always been a fan of both Kid and Daniel for so long. I watch their A&W runs all the time and this podcast really cheers me up. I love A&W and Daniel. Thanks, Silver uh, Slither Savage. I don't know why I can't say that, number one. Um, once again, guys, check out Rush. He's got some great content. If you want to, you know, pick up Jumping Rope or you want to get inspired, go check out his YouTube channel, his Instagram, all that good stuff. Buy yourself a jump rope. Um, let me say anything. Oh, check out the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash kind of nice. You can check out the full video episode of uh, me and Rush talking. And we got a bunch of like 20 other episodes of video there. Uh, check out the YouTube channel now if you're listening to this and you haven't been a part of the Patreon and you want to check out some of the videos. You can go to YouTube now and I'm going to start releasing some some older videos. So slowly, weekly, you'll get access to the video content of uh, a couple months back. Um, yeah, this has been the Kind of Nice podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. I'm kinda nice with the gear, yeah. Shout out my area cold, oh. I'm feeling nice with the drill, drill. And I'm about to bury the flow, oh. I'm about to make me a meal, meal.